Hey, sweet friends, it's Andrea. I hope that you are doing really well. Oh, wow, I wish that I could see you. I wish that I could talk to you. I wish that I could hear how you're doing and hear how you've spent the last several weeks as we've all faced the same situation of social distancing and staying at home and really just trying to figure out how to live in a world that is so different than anything we've ever experienced. You know, the word unprecedented comes up time and time again. And I will just say for me, this has been an unprecedented time as well as an unprecedented opportunity to connect with God. You know, I look back over the last several weeks and quite honestly, while it has been challenging and I'll be the first to admit that, um, there were so many things that I was hoping to do, that I was planning to do, that I was actually looking forward to doing. And, and within a matter of a couple of weeks, all of that was gone. All of it was stripped away. And when that happened, it left this space, this opportunity for me as well as for you to connect with God and to ask the Lord to really help me reset and to refocus and to realign my priorities and my thoughts and my just everyday aspects of life with his plans and with his purposes. And friends, let me just tell you, he is so faithful. He is so faithful to bring good out of the hard. And he is so faithful to help us to see what he is doing and how he is faithfully working. And sometimes the best things come out of the hardest things. And so if you're in a situation right now where you are just maybe struggling or maybe you're just unsure of the next step, hang in there. God is on his throne. He is on the move. And even right now, he is making a way. As you know, I've been interacting with a group of women online through Facebook, through a private group called This I Believe, and we have just been studying God's Word together. Every, every couple days, we um, interact with one another. I post a video and some homework, and they do that, and then we talk about it in um, the group there, and it's been really good. It's been helpful to me in the process of resetting and refocusing. And primarily, we're just looking at what we believe about God, what we believe about ourselves, what we believe about the Bible, what we believe about others, and what we believe about the circumstances of life. And it has been life-giving to me. And I believe uh, the women in that group would say it has been life-giving to them as well. And here's the exciting thing. I am bringing to you portions of that online group through the videos that are offered. I'm just bringing those to you here on Inspire on the Go and just extending an invitation to you to be a part of the group. Um, certainly there's no strings attached. You don't have to do that, but you're welcome to do that. And here's why I'm doing that. And I want you to know the backstory. It's so important to me that you always know what we're doing here at um, Inspire on the Go. When we scheduled the Inspire Women's Conference for 2020, it, which was scheduled to happen in March, uh, we had this plan. We we had this wonderful idea and we were so excited about it and we were so thankful that all of the women were on board with it. Here on Inspire on the Go, we were going to bring to you all of the breakout sessions from Inspire Women's Conference, all of the main sessions, as well as just additional interviews with some of the key leaders from around Arkansas as well as around the nation. And that was going to be the content for Inspire on the Go really 
for many months. I mean, we were just going to get so much material, so much content to share with you. And we were so excited about that. But obviously, we weren't able to record those since we had to cancel Inspire Women's Conference. So that left us with this huge gap. Like, what are we going to do here on Inspire on the Go? About that time, as we were facing that question, I started this private Facebook group called This I Believe. And um, I started just posting videos on that private Facebook page. And the material from that really lines up with one of our purposes here on Inspire on the Go, which is to bring Bible teaching to you, uh, to help you develop your belief system and your faith um, in regards to God and, and yourself as revealed through the Word of God. And so I just asked if we could bring that material to you. And thankfully, um, everybody at the Arkansas Baptist State Convention said, absolutely, that's that's something that we can make happen. And so you are receiving portions of Bible teaching from that private Facebook group. And we're so thankful to bring that to you. As we go to today's teaching, we're looking at the topic of the Trinity. Now, that is a challenging topic, you know, and a lot of times um, we think about the Trinity and we think we just can't understand it, so we just step back from it. But in today's teaching, we're going to step into it and we're going to say, this is what we see in the Bible about the Trinity. And so I hope that this, you know, teaching helps you to nail down your foundational beliefs about God the Father, Christ the Son, and the Holy Spirit who is our guide. All right, so week two, here we are. Super excited about week two. Uh, in week one, we looked at our stories. We looked at our stories in the context of salvation, sanctification, glorification. Uh, salvation, coming to faith in Christ. Sanctification, growing in our love relationship with Christ. Glorification, going home to be with Christ. And it was really important, I think, as we started off our study together to zoom in. Zoom in uh, to our stories, zoom in to where we fit in to God's redemptive plan, especially during the uncertain times. Isn't it so encouraging to just go back and to ground ourselves uh, on the fact that we are um, created by God to be in a relationship with God and that we are wanted and that we are welcomed, that we are protected. And so that's what we did. We kind of set the framework last week by looking at salvation, sanctification, glorification uh, through zooming in and really focusing on where we are in the journey. Uh, for some, it was time to come to faith in Christ. For others, it was the realization, okay, I have the chance to grow in my love relationship with Christ. And for others, it's time to look at the truth that, you know what, this world isn't our home. And so even in times of uncertainty, we can be grounded in knowing that we're going home to heaven to be with God um, for all of eternity. And so it was a good week. So many of the passages that we looked at last week are just some of my favorites. Uh, and isn't that just so comforting to know that we can go back to Psalms 23. Uh, we can go back to Romans 8, 28 and 29. We can go back to the Romans road. We can go back to John 3, 16, and we can just um, invite and allow and position um, ourselves so that the word of God can help us to refocus and to recenter and to center down on who God is and how he faithfully works. And so it was a good week and we're off to a great start. And for all the encouraging text messages and direct messages uh, and comments, thank you so much. I want you to know that I read every single comment. 
every single one of them. I try to respond to all of them, and um, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, but I'm really working to respond to all of them. Uh, but, but no, I read every one of them. And so you are in a safe place, my friends, where you are so valued and so seen and so loved. And so thanks for being here. Um, if you wanna to continue to invite your friends, that's wonderful. Um, everybody is welcome. Anybody who has questions um, about faith or just want to, maybe wants to nail down, um, you know, truths in the middle of an uncertain time, um, use this as an opportunity to maybe strike up a spiritual conversation with a family member or a friend. People are hungry and the um, scripture says that the harvest is plentiful but the workers are few. And so even through this group, we're praying that the Lord would just raise up harvesters to go out into the harvest field. And I know that's a kind of a weird analogy, but if you've been uh, in the church a long time, you get what I'm saying there. Uh, basically, it's just the concept that people need the Lord and people are hungry for the Lord and people, goodness, especially in uncertain times, they're just ripe for the message of God's love and his mercy and his peace and his grace. And so let us um, be ready always to give um, an account of the hope that we have in Christ. And so uh, this week we're gonna transition. Uh, just like last week we zoomed in, this week we're gonna zoom out. And as we zoom out, we're gonna look at God's story, uh, his redemptive story that began before creation and um, has no end. And so we can take certainty in that, uh, that God was and is and always will be. Uh, we can take certainty in the fact that God is always on his throne, uh, that he uh, came onto the scene and. Genesis chapter 1 as uh, creator God and that he was creating and forming and making and hovering and um, putting all the pieces in place for us to be right here on planet earth and that from the moment he spoke and um, said let there be light to the moment uh, that Jesus comes back to take us home he has always been in control and so uh, today and this week we're going to actually um, celebrate that truth together and as we set the stage for looking at God's redemptive story, uh, the big picture story, we're going to turn our attention today to the topic of the Trinity. So when I talk about the Trinity, I'm talking about the, the Godhead, I'm talking about the triune God, I'm talking about the fact that God is three in one, God the Father, um, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, all three aspects of the Trinity, fully God, um, three persons, all in one. They, they function together in unity. Uh, they function together purposefully and um, they are always on the move. And so we're going to unpack this kind of difficult concept, quite honestly, uh, to the best of our God-given ability. And we're going we're gonna to try to simplify it. And I don't ever want to try to oversimplify something that is kind of complex, but at the same time, in the midst of the complexities, I don't want us to miss the simple truths. And so today in your homework, you're going to look at Genesis chapter one, and you're gonna see how God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, they were there from the very beginning of creation. And then we're gonna move into John chapter 14, which is a passage of scripture that took place um, just prior to Jesus going to the cross. And what we're gonna see in that passage of scripture, and I do not want to spoil it for you because I trust that you're gonna dig into John 14 for yourself, is the beautiful explanation that Jesus gave about God the Father, Christ the Son and the Holy Spirit, our God, and how it was in that moment 
with the disciples. You know, Jesus was in that moment with the disciples as, and again, I'm getting into the homework, but I'm just going to give you this little bitty taste and then you go there. But in, in this moment, right before Jesus is going to the cross, he's pulling the disciples together and he's giving them the, kind of that like last minute pep talk, you know, that last minute, um, you know, just like encouragement, you know, like as moms, whenever our kids are about to go to college or they're about to go on a trip and like, we're going to tell them those last few things because we really want this to be in their mind. Well, that's what John 14 is. And I'm not going to spoil it, but just know that in that moment, he goes back to the fact that God the Father, Christ the Son, and the Holy Spirit, our guide, are three in one, always functioning together, fully God, fully God. And so I wanna share just a little bit about the Trinity and how I think about the Trinity, uh, not because I want you to think just like I think. The whole purpose of this study is for you to get into the Word of God for yourself. And so watch the videos, but do the work. Do the work and trust God to speak to you through um, the Bible. But to me, the Trinity has always been really hard to understand. I believe it because naturally I just am a person who doesn't question. I just accept the Word of God by faith. Um, but like whenever it comes time to really understand the Trinity and really explain the Trinity, it's been a challenge for me. And so for the most part, my personality in those situations is I'll just, you know, say a quick little sentence and then move on. But times like this and studies like this, they force us to look at the things we don't know and to ask the questions, what do I need to know? What can I know that I don't currently know? And so over the last few years, I've been on that journey for myself. Lord, what can I know? Uh, what do I not know? And how can I press into your word so that I can discover um, more truths about God the Father, Christ the Son, and the Holy Spirit our God? And so I just started looking at the, the whole of the Godhead and noticed um, how in scripture we see different aspects of the Godhead come to the forefront of the story. And so certainly in the Old Testament, we see God the Father. Uh, think about that. You know, he is first on the scene right there with the Holy Spirit and with, um, with Christ. He's very much on the scene there and he's creating and he's making and he's forming. And then we see him calling Abraham. Uh, we see him um, calling a people, the Israelites. We see him leading them uh, through the desert. And we see him forming a nation. Uh, we see him uh, speaking to the prophets. And we, we see so many different things of God the Father in the Old Testament primarily. Now we know that Christ was there. We know that the Holy Spirit was there. There were theophanies um, in Scripture in the Old Testament where Jesus would appear and he would show up on the scene. And uh, all of that was foreshadowing Jesus coming and him dying on the cross. And everything was leading towards that in God's redemptive plan. But for the most part, when you read the Old Testament, you see God the Father uh, moving and acting and um, leading and guiding and providing and correcting. And then we come to the Gospels and um, we see Jesus. Jesus comes onto the scene, fully God, fully man. Uh, we see him uh, in his birth account. We see him uh, growing as a, a young boy. Um, we see him going to the temple and teaching. We see him start that public ministry. Uh, we see him healing and performing miracles and um, teaching people and, um, you know, 
calling the children to sit on his lap and investing in them and um, doing all kinds of things throughout the first four um, Gospels, uh, the first four books of the New Testament, which are the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. We see primarily Jesus on display there. We see him go to the cross and to die in our place uh, to only raise again, to rise again, to be resurrected from uh, the grave, uh, and then to appear over the next uh, course of time to 500 people, uh, if, if not more than 500 people, and then uh, to go to the Mount of Olives and to ascend to the right hand of the Father, where he sits even right now praying for you and for me. And so we see his story, we see um, his work on display in the New Testament Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Certainly, God's very much present in all of that. Um, we hear his voice um, saying that he's very pleased with his son, and we see the Holy Spirit very much involved and active in Jesus's ministry as um, he actually descends on Jesus in the form of a dove. And so you can see the Godhead together in all, in all aspects of um, the redemptive story. And then in Acts chapter two, we see Pentecost uh, and the beginning of what um, some call the church age. And the church age is um, thought to last from Acts chapter two through the return of Jesus Christ. And it is in that period of time that we know the Holy Spirit um, does incredible things. Um, he is doing incredible things where he calls people to salvation. He indwells the believer. He seals us uh, unto the day of redemption. He empowers us with the same power that brought Jesus out of the grave. Um, he reminds, he corrects, he comforts, he guides. And so we see um, the Holy Spirit doing incredible things and um, we walk by faith and not by sight. We're empowered and we're able to do that as new Testament believers in Jesus Christ uh, because the Spirit of God indwells us. And so um, that helps me. And I offer that to you to say, um, you know, there are things that we can know. There are things that we can understand. There are things that we can see in Scripture that will help us to understand uh, an infinite God who is so big and who is so grand and who is so all-powerful that our minds can't fully comprehend. And so I just share that with you to say, get into the Word of God and to explore and to discover uh, these statements of faith, these statements of truth, these stories of faith that will help shape your belief system, that will change the way that you think, that will change the way that, way that you act, that will change the way that you feel. And um, God's faithful to do that. Now, why is it important that we do this? It's important that we start really the heart of our study by focusing on God and His character, who He is, um, his strength, his power, his might, the fact that he's God the Father, Christ the Son, Holy Spirit our God, God, because that gives us a solid foundation to build our lives upon. And if we do not have a proper understanding of who God is and how he faithfully works, then the circumstances of our life, they will get us off center. But if we can, just like what we are going to see in John chapter 14, in the midst of uncertain times, if we can go back and we can understand who God the Father is, who Christ the Son is, who the Holy Spirit, our guide, is. If we can understand and know and believe that and ask the Word of God and ask the Spirit of God to apply those truths to our heart, then we will be fortified in faith and we will walk forward in our, our faith journey um, full of assurance and truth that God always has been, He always will be, uh, in control and very much 
in uh, tune with what's happening in and around and through our lives. And so I want you to press into your homework today. It's going to take a little bit longer, but it will be so worth it on the other side. And then write down at the end of your um, journal your true statements about the Trinity, even if it's just one statement that you believe that God is a triune God, that he is three in one. And then over the next couple of weeks, we're going to look at God the Father, we're going to look at Jesus the Son, and we're going to look at Holy Spirit our God, and we're going to look at their character, we're going to look at their function, how they work in our lives, we're going to look at um, this week God the Father, and we're going to talk about how he is holy and set apart, we're going to talk about how he's our creator, sustainer, protector, provider, we're going to talk about how he is always in control and always, always do of our worth, a uh, worth in our praise. And so um, it's going to be a great week. And I'm so thankful that you're here and that you're a part of it. Um, I want to just close in prayer, if that's okay with you, because this is, this is heavy stuff. This is big stuff. And um, we just need God to speak truth into our lives. So let's pray together. Father, it's with humble and grateful hearts that we come and we just proclaim what a mighty God we serve. And Lord, we just want to know you and we just want to know your your, your will and your ways and your heart and your character, Father, and, and your mind, Father. And uh, we just want to um, humble ourselves before you and say there's so many things we don't understand, um, God, and, and we certainly have faith in those areas. But for the things that, that you graciously reveal to us, may those truths be planted deep in our hearts and in our minds, and may we be changed and transformed because we've spent time with you. In the powerful name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right. Have a good week. Well, I hope that you enjoyed the podcast today. I know that this was a little bit different. It was a different format, a different style, a different way to bring um, Bible teaching to you. But I hope that it encouraged you. I hope that it gave you a certainty in the midst of this uncertain time. We can know the truth and the truth can and will set us free. So sweet friends, I invite you to continue the journey with us. Join the private Facebook group and you'll see the link for that in the show notes below or just, you know, continue to listen here on the podcast. We want to equip you with truth that will bring hope and peace and power and and honestly, just so much resolve during this time of uncertainty. God is with us. God is for us. He is on his throne. And even right now, he is working all things together for good for those who love him and those who are called according to his purposes. So hang in there, hang on, dig deep and know that God is is looking out for you every single step of the way. I'll see you next week and we'll continue to talk about truth in the midst of uncertain times.